Hello, this is London Calling, with a MyMac podcast special report from the UK for December 2005. I'm David Cohen, and I'm the London Bureau Chief for MyMac.com. With the holidays in the air, I thought it might be interesting to discuss Apple retail options here in the UK. Of course, this will be most useful to our British listeners, but I hope those of you not residing in Blighty will get some insight into how it is to shop for Mac without the benefit of Black Friday or Blue Light specials. Of course, the first thing that comes to mind when thinking of Apple retail is the Apple Store. Here in Britain, we currently have only four Apple Stores, the largest and most prestigious being the London Store on Regent Street. Devotees of Steve Jobs' keynote speeches will have seen pictures of this store as it forms part of the slide package Steve often uses when discussing the success of the Apple Store brand. Regent Street is spread over two floors, with a large Mac demonstration floor and then a glass upper level with a genius bar and a demonstration auditorium. The stock of Macs and accessories is quite broad, and the large amount of space means that pretty much every Apple product and software package can be seen hands-on. This, and the constantly running demonstrations in the auditorium, make the Regent Store, in my opinion, a must-see visit for any Mac addict in London with some time on their hands. I often duck in between meetings while working in London. I like to grab a seat in the auditorium, check out whatever's being demonstrated, and do some work over the public Wi-Fi while I'm there. But that popularity highlights one of the weaknesses. The store is often extremely busy, and the ground-level hands-on Macs are often besieged by foreign students checking their email. So if you pay a visit in order to try something in particular, allow yourself some extra time, grab a staff member and make sure they help you. They're quite adept at gently removing people from the target product if Gmail is open on their screen. Similarly, if you want to take advantage of the Genius Bar at Regent Street, Apple's one-to-one assistance service, you must also allow yourself plenty of time and you should make sure you book your appointment on the internet on Apple's website before you go. There is always a healthy line for the Genius Bar at Regent Street. Store pricing will seem quite expensive to US visitors who happen to be dropping in. Naturally, Apple Core product is priced set by Apple, but accessories are priced pretty much at UK RRP, or Retail Recommended Price, which, with the exchange rate, compares pretty poorly to dollar prices. However, you do get pretty good service and a chance of an informed advice from the staff at the Apple Store. You can find the store about 200 metres along Regent Street, heading south from Oxford Circus towards Piccadilly Circus. Apple has three other stores in the UK at shopping malls around the country. Blue Water in Kent, the Bull Ring in the centre of Birmingham, and most recently the Trafford Centre in Manchester. These are all premium retail locations, and these types of shopping malls are a relatively new phenomenon in the UK, pulling in shoppers over quite a distance who like to make a day trip of their visit. As such, Apple stores make a very good fit. The stores are much smaller than Regent Street, and are fitted out in the boutique style I have seen in American shopping malls. This means they have a subset of the product lines found in London, with a focus on the core Apple hardware and software. They still have some accessories and peripherals, plenty of demo kit and a genius bar, and a very good level of knowledgeable staff. They're still worth a visit if you find yourself close to one, but don't expect to be bowled over. As I live in Manchester, I went along to the Trafford Centre store on the afternoon of the opening day a couple of weeks ago. The store was absolutely packed, and I was interested to see that Macs with iPhoto and GarageBand had as much interest as with iPods with video and the Nanos. It looks like the halo effect is still alive and kicking over here. 
The value of interested and well-trained staff should not be underestimated. There are various other retail options for Mac and iPod that can be found in most UK towns and cities. Most PC World computer stores carry Apple product. The electric departments of John Lewis department stores sell Macs, and other department stores such as Selfridges might host retail areas for traders such as Micro and Vika, for example, who supply the consumer Mac range. However, while you can buy Apple products in these locations, your chance of getting a staff member who wants to sell you something from Apple is 50% at best. I have stood in many of these locations and listened to sales reps stand in front of the Mac or iPod displays and decry the product being offered as far inferior to Windows PCs, Sony laptops or even Sony or Creative MP3 players. On some occasions I have been so outraged by some of the particularly whopping mistruths being spouted that I have felt compelled to intervene and set the record straight. For example, just the other day I was stood in a store where I heard a customer being told that the iPod had a battery life of four hours at best and they'd be much better buying the Sony Walkman product they were holding in their hand. The particular issue here is that some of these guys just don't know very much about Apple products, but they don't want to admit that to their customers. And then of course there are others who know that they can make much more margin and commission on non-Apple sales. Pricing and wholesale costs are much more variable for non-Apple kit. With that in mind, I would urge caution when going to buy stuff from these suppliers. Really, only go and buy something if you know what it is you want to buy before you enter the store. My only possible exception to that will be John Lewis stores, where I have had some good experiences in the past. But again, I think it is a major case of buyer beware. You can get expert advice from your local Apple dealer. The Apple UK dealer network was set up long before the Apple Store concept was formulated. Apple dealers can be found listed in Mac User Magazine or Macworld UK. Just bear in mind that many of these chaps don't have a standard retail presence, but instead work as pure resellers. If you can find a showroom run by an independent dealer, that's fine, but otherwise you may have to deal with them through the phone or their website. Dealer stock does tend to be focused much more on the Mac and Mac peripherals in the main, with iPod accessories less of a focus. And here's another note of caution. If you go to an Apple dealer or to one of the high street retailers I've mentioned before except for the Apple stores, and they have some special deals on Apple equipment, just again, buyer beware. Often these deals will be end of line, because things like an iBook or a PowerBook has been revised recently and has been upgraded, and they're trying to sell off the old stock. Now, not everybody is always upfront about telling the customer that this, in fact, is the generation before. And if you don't mind saving a bit of money and buying the generation before, all well and good, but I think everybody should go into that sort of deal with their eyes open. The other caution I would mention is sometimes if they're selling the generation before, the actual level of discount they offer for that is not really what I think will be fair. I have seen iPods being sold, previous generation iPods being sold, for a price of only £10-£20 below what the new ones are, and in my view I don't think that represents a great deal. Of course iPod is likely to be the hot product this holiday season, uh, as it has been previously, so what other opportunities are there to buy iPods in the UK? Well, as reported by Tim and Chad a couple of podcasts back, a company called Pop Express has just opened a dedicated iPod store near Liverpool Street in London. As I was given the assignment to visit it in the same podcast they mentioned it, as well as various non-specific threats of violence from Tim, I felt compelled to check it out. The day I got down there and found it, it was just the day or so before it formally opened, but I had a good look in through the window as they were stocking the shelves on the evening I was there. The store is obviously inspired by the iPod Nano, in that it is absolutely tiny, probably half the size of a good hotel room. 
As such, I wouldn't expect you'd be able to get too much in the way of demo facilities or hands-on in the store. And so if you've seen something on the website that you're after, I would recommend you ring ahead before you go to the store to make sure they hold it in stock. The shelf stock I could see was made up of around 50% stuff you could get in the Apple Store and 50% some of the more specialised cases and accessories that might be harder to find elsewhere except online. Of course, they do carry the full range of iPods. You can find the store on a small size street called New Street, just off the corner of Liverpool Street and Bishopsgate in London. One product that both Pop Express and the Apple Store are carrying at present, and that's being very heavily promoted in advertising in London, is the Monitor Audio iDeck iPod Hi-Fi system. This was the system that I reported on from the Mac Expo London a month or so ago. Monitor Audio have promised me a review unit, so I hope to have a detailed written review up on the MyMac site before Christmas, but my initial impressions of the product at the show were very positive, so I would urge you to have a look at it if you're in the market for a high-end iPod speaker system. I've also seen it on demonstration in Victoria Station in London over the last couple of weeks, so if you do commute through London and you happen to use that station, that's a good place to go and have a look at it. So that's pretty much it for places you can buy at Apple Retail here in the UK. Of course, there is online shopping, which is my preferred method to be honest, unless I'm in a rush to get something quickly. Online shopping saves you the hassle of having to go to a store and dealing with queues or sales staff, and it is often cheaper, but of course you can't handle a product which is only pictured on a website, and you have to make sure that someone will be home to receive your delivery. Also, please remember some of the previous MyMac podcast comments on the limitations of the online Apple Store's UK delivery chain. If there is a problem with Apple Logistics, you may have to wait a really long time for your delivery and you'll have a lot of trouble dealing with Apple chasing the problem up. And that is not something you want if you're working to the December 24th deadline. Well, that's it for this month. Please check my show notes for the appropriate web links and send me feedback to davidcohen at mymac.com. That address will be in the show notes as well. Music today has been Not Your Enemy from the band Megaphone. Again, links in the show notes. And finally, I wish all MyMac podcast listeners a happy and safe holiday season. I'm David Cohen. This is London, signing off. <laughs>